In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a, as a side note, before I begin, that psalm always makes me smile. Uh, especially the verse that says, Be still and know that I am God. Because in our master bathroom, the, the mirror is framed. And just below the frame are these little, what, two-by-two, three-by-three um, verses. If, if suddenly something appears on my wall, like a plaque or something to cover, I, I assume there's some kind of hole behind it that Michelle put that I, she doesn't want me to see, but I haven't pulled it to see. But because of the frame, when I, you know, brushing my teeth and sort of looking down, I can't see the top of the verse. All I see are the words, I am God, you know, or you still know that, yeah, I am God is sort of jumping out at me from underneath the frame. That, that always throws me a little bit, uh, but that psalm, that psalm makes me smile. As for today, this Sunday is arguably my favorite Sunday. Now, as I've said before, I speak in hyperbole, in hyperbole, so I reserve the right to call many Sundays my favorite Sunday, um, but I think this, this one, you know, outside of Easter, may actually be my favorite Sunday. Because on this Sunday, I get to confess as clearly and as loudly as I want the most basic confession of the Christian faith. Jesus Christ is Lord. You can see this confession throughout the New Testament, 1 Corinthians. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. In 2 Corinthians, for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. And then in Philippians, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is the Christian confession in its most basic form. This is the Christian faith at its most fundamental level. And what worries me on a Sunday like this is that I think we get this wrong. We give lip service to it. Sure, who's, who's not going to agree with this? What Christian in particular is going to say, well, huh, I'm not really sure if Jesus is Lord or not. I'm still kind of deciding. I'm weighing my options. We all say, all of us who call ourselves Christians, we all say, Jesus Christ is Lord, but often we say one thing with our words and we say something else with our lives. Let me be abundantly clear. Nobody, nobody makes Jesus Lord of anything except God the Father. 
You don't make Jesus Lord of anything, including your own life. He is Lord, and He is the Lord of your life, and you can choose to submit to Him, or you can choose to rebel. You can choose to serve Him and His kingdom, or you can, choose, you can serve something else and someone else and take your chances. But those are your choices. There shouldn't be any ambiguity here. There's no middle ground. God isn't calling you today to dip your toes into the Christian faith. See how it feels. God isn't calling you to test what it's like to take up your cross and follow Him wherever He leads, to be His disciple and then decide if it's right for you or not. He is calling you today to submit your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, who is seated right now at the right hand of God as Lord of heaven and earth. And Paul says that there he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. That's the resurrection at the end. Jesus is reigning right now. Despite what the world wants to tell you. And He is right now in the process of putting all His enemies under His feet. Of bringing the whole created world into His eternal kingdom. And I get Generally speaking, two and a half hours each week to remind you of this. Two and a half hours. Let's do, let's do some math. Everybody's favorite subject. There are 168 hours in a week. For approximately 50 to 60 of those hours, you are asleep. So let's say there are 110 waking hours in a week. We have to work. We get to spend time with our families. There are all kinds of things that we have to and want to do. And I'm not faulting you for any of that. But for most people, most people, most Christians, their engagement with the Christian faith only happens on Sunday. They come to worship, hour, 15 minutes, hour and a half if I preach for too long. Maybe they come to Sunday school. And then that's it. Two and a half hours. Maybe less. And think about what's happening in the rest of of those waking hours and the other 107 hours that we're awake in a week. It's not just that we're with family. It's not just that we're at work. It's not just that we're having recreational time or some time to ourselves. During those other 107 waking hours, the world is bombarding us with other stories, with other narratives, with other truth claims, with other priorities and values. 
So I want to ask you this morning. What does the statement, the confession, Jesus Christ is Lord, have to do with your life once you leave this place? The answer, obviously, is that it should have everything to do with your life once you leave this place. But the reality is that for most Christians, it doesn't. So I'm pleading with you. Pleading. If I have to get on my hands and knees, I will. Find ways to engage with your Christian faith every day of your life. There shouldn't be a day in the life of a Christian that doesn't begin with prayer. There shouldn't be a day in the life of a Christian that doesn't end with prayer. There shouldn't be a day in the life of the Christian that doesn't have some moment where you just stop and say, God, I need you. I need your grace. I need your mercy. I need you right now. Right now. There shouldn't be a day in the life of a Christian that goes by without you engaging with the Word of God. I mean, seriously, or not so seriously. Just tell me, what day of the week is it that you don't need to hear from God? Is it Mondays? Is that, is that the day that we don't need to hear from God's, God's holy word? No, we obviously need to hear from God every single day. There shouldn't be a day in the life of a Christian that goes by in which you don't show the love of God to other people created in God's image. There shouldn't be a day in the life of a Christian where we aren't working in some way to bring the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. And why? Why should the Christian's day look like this? Why should the Christian's day begin and end with prayer? Why should the reading of God's holy word be a part of our lives every day? Why do we need to show the love of Christ and work for the kingdom of God in some small way every day? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. Not just on Sundays, but on every day. And the second you walk out that door, or maybe those, it's easy. It's easy to forget that truth. It's scary easy because almost everything outside this place is designed, and I I mean that, designed to make us forget 
that Jesus Christ is Lord. The world is incredibly deceptive. It begs you for your allegiance to things that aren't Jesus Christ. And I get two and a half hours to beg you if I have to to go out those doors and let the refrain repeat in your mind that Jesus Christ is Lord and nothing else. My hope every Sunday is that that refrain will repeat so loudly in your mind that you cannot hear the incessant radio and television commercials over the sound of that refrain. My hope is that it blocks out the advertisements that try to tell you that there's actually something else you need other than Jesus Christ. Something else that will make your life complete and full and give it meaning. My hope is that that refrain repeats so loudly in your mind that it blocks out all the politicians who promise if you only swear your allegiance to them and their agenda, they will make the world a better place. All these would-be messiahs. My hope is that the refrain repeats so loudly in your mind that it blocks out all the external and internal voices telling you that you aren't good enough, that you aren't worthy of love, that you aren't special. You are. Because Jesus Christ made you that way and He is Lord and anyone who tells you anything else about yourself is lying to you, even if you hear it in your own voice. I cannot control what you do when you go from this place. I cannot control the voices you listen to, the books you read, or the way you spend your time. But I can say this again and again and again. On Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Jesus Christ is Lord. And if you're saying to yourself right now, I want that life. I want that life where my mind is constantly focused on Jesus Christ and His kingdom. Now is a great time to start. Next Sunday, the season of Advent begins. With the first Sunday of Advent, we begin the the starter. We have the start of the new church year. With the secular calendar, we do this all the time. We make what? New Year's resolutions. I'm asking you, begging you, to do the same with the liturgical calendar. You've got a week. Spend it in prayer, thinking about what you want your life in Christ to look like? Do you want to commit to reading your Bible every single day? 
Do you want to commit to praying every morning and every evening? Do you want to commit to some new ministry or project to advance the kingdom of God in this world? Think about it. Pray about it. Write it down. And then just start. If you miss a day, no big deal. Start again the next day. The goal is to build into your life habits, spiritual practices, things that you do every day, habitually, that reflect this most basic Christian confession. Jesus Christ is Lord. So I want you to go home today, not right now, And ask yourself what that sentence means. Not just when you're here, but when you're not here. When you're at work. When you're with your family. When you're with your friends. When you're alone. Ask yourself what it means that Jesus Christ is Lord in those moments too. And then build into your life the habits that reflect that basic but life-changing and world-changing truth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Not just today, but every day. Amen.